Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks. And joining me today is Eva Pelikova, a mompreneur who took her own coaching business from barely making $3,000 a month and struggling to pay bills to $500,000 a month in 18 months. Guys, this is real. (laughs) So she did all this while she was pregnant and she cultivated a life as a single mom to a newborn. Now, today we're discussing how she bossed up her game to build a multiple seven-figure practice, how she uses virtual retreats as a growth strategy, and how you can do the same. Life is too short. Try to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Welcome to the show, Eva. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) First off, we're going to go from how you got there, what sucked in between and how you got past it. We just got to get into this. Yeah. Okay. So normally I don't ask a lot of the backstory, but I got to know, how did this whole thing get started? Paint a picture for us. How did you go from barely making it to $500,000 a month? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will tell you exactly. I'll take you back to... July 2019, right? Up until then, I was a business coach. I was doing a lot of speaking, actually. There was a lot of offline stuff. I would go to different organizations. I would do a presentation. I would ask people to sign up for a consultation with me, and I would uh, invite them to be a client. And alongside, I was working on doing uh, different spiritual work, and I was actually madly in love with a gentleman where we're doing a lot of we're writing some books we're doing some coaching together as well and we were traveling together okay it was a Mm -hmm. short relationship but it was one of those whoa this is the love of my life like how did I not meet you my whole life it was just it all was so perfect it seemed just so amazing so wonderful like pop in do a speaking engagement the rest of the time it was coaching or we were meditating and it was just amazing life and we were actually doing a lot of traveling in an RV across like different states in the U.S. and visit this place and visit that place it was just amazing and everything seemed to be growing great and I've been wanting to have kids for 10 years up until then and just wasn't working out for me. And and as the story goes, I said, okay, it's just not happening for me. And bam, July 1st, 2019, I found out I was pregnant. I was in a town called Silverton, Colorado. We were vacationing there a little bit, doing lots of hiking. And it's just a beautiful place in the San Juan Mountains. And that day I found out I was pregnant and went to the hospital. Oh yeah, got ultrasound and, and he was mildly positive and a little bit of a shock. And three days later he disappeared and I never heard back from him again. He oh blocked my me on all social media. I've never heard from him since till today. And what followed was three months of deep 
dark depression, the apathy kind where you're just sitting on the couch, you can't even get up. You're like sitting there. Now what? Right now what? I'm I'm a single mom to be. He doesn't seem to be getting back in contact with me. A complete heartbreak, confusion. Just what do I do? What? How there's like, there's gotta be a happy ending to this somewhere. Right. Like some, no, like just lost his mind temporarily. And now is this, you know, it's going to come back. This is not a teenager we're dealing with. This is a 51 year old that already has two kids. This is got to work out, but it wasn't right. And I had to adjust to the new reality of uh, a single mom. And as, right. as I was going through this phase, I was like, okay, single mom, I cannot drive around like a maniac to different speaking engagements because I don't have a family that lives in the country. I'm originally from the Czech Republic. I don't, I don't have a lot of support in any particular place. So I was like, okay, so I need to launch this business virtually. Right. <laughs> and, and I was going through what people were going through in March in 2020, just a few months earlier. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and first I tried pretty much everything under the sun that I could. I was like, I'm going to watch the, the memberships, the courses. I spent two months working on this amazing course. I'm going to put everything in there. I record a million uh, short and long videos, amazing stuff. And I'm going to build this amazing funnel. And then I said to my virtual assistant, we said, we're going to buckle up. We're going to test the ads. We're going to make it work. No matter what, it's going to be passive income, single mom life, passive income, making from memberships and courses. And I don't want to call it the biggest mistake ever because all of those things got me to where I am today, but, <laughs> but it basically depleted my budget to a near zero. And I told myself a single mom to be no, no support, no child support whatsoever. I told myself if um, my balance on my bank account goes below $10,000, Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to go and I'm like blowing through so much money and so many savings as still a fairly new business coach and Facebook ads and all that and paying my support and all. And I'm like down to three or four K. And then it was like at a point where I was applying for jobs and interviewing and just settled in this kind of a shitty place in Colorado called Pueblo. Cause that's, I was like, okay, that's all I can afford. Mm-hmm. Not very nice place. But, and, and my daughter's going to go to daycare. And then I went to check out the daycare. So it was just, just heartbreaking to see these infants there. Mm-hmm. And then went to a student line for WIC support. Some of you may be familiar with it. It's, it's like a food stamps for pregnant mothers. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was like, wow, this is my reality. Right. right. This is all right. Like government support, saving every penny and trying to get a job, which is the last thing I want. I almost got an offer. It was like final stages of interview to be managing an engineering department in a speaker company, which is, I'm like not a tech person at all, but right. like, oh, you've, you've owned a restaurant before I had uh, years before you'd own a restaurant. You could manage people in restaurants. You can manage our engineers. And I'm like, but this is so far from what I want to do. But anyway, so it was that, right? So mm-hmm. this is like fall 2019. until I, I realized I took on a little bit of a challenge for myself when I realized I read this book, it's called Kick-Ass Single Mom. And it just gave me the glimpses and gave me the inspiration to say, you know what? What if I can figure this out? What if I can uh, just switch? What if I can flip the script on this? And, and I can be, it was a little bit ego and pride driven for sure. Mm, for sure. Yeah, for it's sure. like, okay, yeah. if I can prove that I can do it and other people can as well. If I can yeah. prove that I can figure this thing out and I can, and <laughs> the day I went to the Walmart <laughs> and I bought a little whiteboard and I put it in my shower and I put a single, a single happy, no, what did I put? Seven figure single happy mom. 
There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And it was totally ego driven, totally ego driven. It's like, okay, I'll I'll prove this. The job, whatever, scarcity mentality. I'm going to prove this. I'm just going to buckle up. I'm going to go order some credit cards, which I did. I'm going to hire some help. I'm going to hire some coach. I'm going to figure this out. And I did. And then we started. And then what now is like the serve method, what I've been teaching for the past 12 months started coming together. And some of the realizations was, hey, what worked in the offline work world in terms of marketing and sales, the same exact thing that are going to work in the online world. It's mm-hmm. basically with giving people a lot, serving them instead mm-hmm. of trying to trick them into something. Exactly. Not for, serve right? them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And just go all in. So I started doing these retreats. First, I was doing like challenges and live launches and whatever. And then I started doing Zoom retreats and they got, and it it was amazing. It was amazing. It was a lot of hard work, but it was amazing. Okay. So what does serve actually mean? Let us get into that. And how'd you get to serve? And let's get into that. (laughs) So the serve, we started implementing that. And I, I will tell you what that means. It's rolling people into scalable, a scalable hybrid program. Uh-huh. Because as a single mom, I could not do one-on-one because I was about to give birth to a baby as I was working through this. Mm-hmm. And I realized one-to-one clients was not a thing anymore. And I had to self-serve people. I had to be able to serve them with integrity and get them somewhere. Right. And I just could not spend all this time sitting with them and holding them. And so it's like, okay, I, I'm going to give all my time. I'm going to give it in a group setting. So they have more of me, but they also don't have to pay. So it's scalable programming then put it put together uh, a brand i put together my own methodology for stuff which i think everybody has to have you know yes. a methodology for how you get people from from a to z mm-hmm. which evolving your kind of your legacy brand your method your formula that's the e there right reverse engineering everything down to okay how many retreats am i going to do how many people i'm going to bring in how many clients am i going to convert and all this fun stuff right so it's the ah uh, because we have done so many different launches. I cannot even tell you. It was like workshops and funnels and becoming number one Amazon bestseller. It was like all kinds of different things. It was crazy. So Mm -hmm. this was the thing that actually uh, allowed us to scale very quick. And the last thing stands for evolution E, and that's probably the most important part that I want to get into. So we start implementing this. We start doing virtual events and we start, I start just learning how to make a difference with people on camera. And at the beginning, I really sucked. So the first one was like, I don't know, $3,000 revenue that month. And I was like, <laughs> all right, but you know what? I'm not going to go through the next spaghetti on the wall to see what sticks. I'm going to keep, keep going with this and keep improving. So we started doing them every eight weeks, uh-huh. those retreats. And the next one was 21K and then 42K and then 84 and so on and so forth. And then we had a couple flats and a couple dips. But then we made it all the way to about 560. Okay. Wow. wow. And it was not an easy journey, but at the same time, it wasn't impossible either. This is during that, it was basically the first 18 months of Lexi's life. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot and we did all, it wasn't like all just me working either. There were periods that were a little bit difficult, got too wrapped up in my own businessy stuff. And, and I think that's the second most important lesson I'll talk about when it comes to evolution. But we also had a lot of fun. We took the RV again. My mom came from mm-hmm. overseas, visited the country, and we went to Yellowstone and Yosemite and Glacier. And it was COVID. So we just, it was all in the RV and just in national parks. So she was in a pouch as a, as a tiny baby. And we were Aww. hiking everywhere and <laughs> like lots of fun stuff. But, but here's the thing, right? This is the most important message that I want to get across here. People think, okay, if I make it here, if I make this much money, if I have this number of clients that I'm going to be happy, I'm going to be free. And 
it does not work that way. More money, more problems, right? (laughs) Yes. And more pressure and more clients. And and the evolution part is the single most important thing. Mm. And this is what people don't understand. They don't get the purpose of what business is. What is it for? What is it actually doing for you? I believe we're all here to transform because at some point we started as kids and as teenagers and as young adults, we started, we were layering all these layers and layers of self-protection. And at some point you're walking in this world and you're not free anymore. Right. You are, right. it has to look a certain way about how you live your life. Um, and you have certain modus operandi, how you run your business too. And your business, mm. all your business is doing at any stage, the results you're getting and not getting, all it is doing is showing and reflecting back to you who you have become, who you are at this point in life that needs to be shed, that needs to be surrendered, that needs to be left behind in order for you to step into a more higher level consciousness human being. Mm. Does that make sense? Interesting. Wow. So how did you come to this conclusion? People hear the story, the good part, but what happened in between? It was the dips. Yeah. People just want, want the wins in the business. Yes. Instead of every loss, every rejection, every failed launch has so much information in it. Yes. And it's once you learn to decode it, once you realize, Ooh, this is what it's trying to heal. Mm -hmm. And the mistake, like I had some failed launches and immediately I went into, Oh, I just have to do more. I have to work harder. I have to Uh, perfect this and I have to make the marketing better and there's something wrong with the positioning and blah, 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 blah. Or maybe we're, we shouldn't be on Facebook or we should be on Instagram instead and blah. It's all this stuff. And when we're looking out there for the answers, we never get it, Mm. never get it. And we are like, oh man, maybe I need a new coach, maybe I need a different strategy. No, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the same thing. It's not until we're willing to go into a very self-honest inquiry about what is this actually showing me? How is this making me feel? Mm. And it's not just like launches and marketing. Is it doing something? Is it the level of your sales? Like when a client complains or, or when a client wants out of the program or when they say, or a prospect says four to 15 times, you hear, oh, I don't have the money or I don't have the time. I don't want to commit or whatever. What is this bringing up for you? What is your reaction? How do you act? What do you do? Do you want to give up? Do you want to hide? Or or do you want to do more and throw more hard work at it or whatever it is? So it's showing you exactly who you've become that you cannot take with you. And at the same time, you need to be totally and completely accepting of all those ways of being that you're now without any judgment and self-criticism, because that is what keeps you resisting what you're now, resisting your fears, resisting the anxiety resisting the doubt that comes up. That's what keeps you stuck in in the same place. It was literally once I got that and I knew it intellectually and we were always, me and my team were going back to the, what is this teaching us? But I couldn't quite, I couldn't quite get it until lots of healing get us as you know i live in costa rica yes guys just so you guys know if you hear the beautiful birds and sounds of nature it's because she lives in costa rica and her office looks like a postcard (laughs) yeah it's it's in the middle of a jungle it's quite fun totally beautiful totally beautiful but go ahead (laughs) how do i share this 
<laughs> and without sharing too, too much, but Costa Rica is beautiful because there's so many opportunities for healing and integrating the, the, the lessons that you're getting. And I think some of it is the jungle here because everything grows and dies so quickly. So you're evolving yes. a little bit faster level, sometimes a little bit too fast and things are coming at you. And that's mm-hmm. also what's been going on for some people. I think a lot of people are feeling, wow, like it's turning fast. We're transforming. So especially over the past two years. And a lot of it is I did a I did a bunch of healing. I did a bunch of ceremonies and I started seeing, wow, like I started seeing the, the ways of being and everything that my business was showing to me. And, and it, I don't know, I could tell you like 10 different ego structures and shells and snake skin, so to speak, that I had to let go of. Right. And, and some of them, I, maybe you will relate to or, or somebody in your audience. I was so my whole life, I'm a hard worker, right? Yeah. And I'm really good at checking the list, doing the things, mm-hmm. um, planning mm-hmm. my day. I always know what the next thing is that I need to do. It's how I control my world and it's how I do things. And I also understood that you can either be a control free or you can be unconditionally loving. Mm. And unconditionally accepting of what is and really, truly have freedom mm. and really, truly have joy. So it's one of the, the it was the, the super woman right. that has run the show. Another thing was I was almost addicted to the glory yeah. of, of the, now I'm running retreats and there's 300 people and they're all so happy and whatever. And I had a lot, I get a lot of validation mm. and it is the glamour of it that also gets you. It's the need to be approved of and validated and people agree with you or whatever that can also become, once you get attached to it, it has you. you yes. know what I mean? It's yeah. Not a bad it thing. sucks you in and then you respond to uh-huh. it versus you being the response. Even though it's giving you energy, it also takes away your energy. It's counterintuitive. We love yeah. it, but then we hate it all at the same time. Yeah. We love it, but our body hates it. Our, you know, mm-hmm. who we are hates it because we alter who we are to become what everybody expects of us. And, and then actually we change who we become. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And where people I think go wrong with this is that they just try to make it go away. I'm just mm-hmm. going to be so enlightened and I'm going to be like all light and love. And I'm just going to not be that. I'm going to be right. all just in service. Right, I'm just going right. to serve people. And so many times, like every Monday in my program, we have a Monday mindset call and we clean these things up. Like first start telling the truth, like what's actually running the show. Do you really want to serve people? Or are you still concerned about money, providing, looking good, getting approval, (laughs) looking like a success, proving something to yourself, right? But when people go wrong with this is that they make it wrong Mm. instead of seeing this as a part of you and befriending it and saying, thank you so much because you have really been so valuable, your control or whatever, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. or dear need for approval. You right. have been so valuable on my journey. And guess what? I have plenty of money in my account that I can do all the healing that I want. And it's because of you drive or driven right. or whatever. Right? right. And we need to become friends with our ego instead of trying to eliminate it, like really truly become friends with it. Right. And, and that by itself, people are like, how do you let go of these things? And I'm like, I don't, I befriend it. And then when I listen to my parts and I forgive them and I accept them as they are, they get off the hook on having to be so controlling, having to be so fearful, having to throw all, throw me, uh, you know, for a loop of doubt all the time. So this is really good that you're saying this because you have been seen on CBS, NBC, Fox, and USA Today, just to name a few, but you are a confident expert. 
how can we establish ourselves as an iconic expert in our own field? How did you do that? How can we do that in our own field? Oh, goodness gracious. I don't know. You have to do your work and be as authentic as you can. And so many people, when they start out, they sound just like somebody else. And so did I. And so did I. I think everybody, because we have this like, I don't know. I'm so lost. I don't even know what my soul wants me to do. And what's, is this my ego talking? Is my soul talking? We're so disconnected from ourselves and who we actually are. Mm -hmm. And it's much easier instead of doing the work, instead of letting go of that, which holds us back from having your own message, it's so much easier to just go stalk everybody else on Instagram and sound just like them. Exactly. And it's all the self-doubt. And instead of sitting with the self-doubt and sitting with the imposter syndrome and sitting with the stuff and seeing it, oh, that's who I've become. I've become a copycat and I'm going to forgive the copycat. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say, I have been doing that and I forgive myself and that's totally okay. And then I'm going to, I'm going to do the work of mine own, my own spiritual connection so I can be exactly who I am and accept exactly myself, exactly as I am. And then once you do the self-acceptance work and the self-forgiveness work, and you're okay with exactly as you are and all your stories and all your, all the parts of you, then you get the freedom to, as a teacher, as a leader, as a coach, as the leader in your business, when you go live or when you go on video, when you go on podcast, there's nothing that I'm sharing with you that is scripted whatsoever. You have the freedom to literally just be exactly who you are and know exactly what matters to you, exactly what the values and what the difference is that you want to make in the world. And you know exactly what your purpose is. And that's how I think that's the only way that that you are going to be an expert, but you're also going to be completely free and you're going to have this joy and you're going to be like, oh my God, I cannot wait to share this with people. <laughs> I think a lot of times the audience listens in and they just think, wow, I can't do that. And the confidence just goes away. And that it's just that overwhelming feeling that I am a copycat. And how do I get beyond that? So I think uh-huh. that this is great that you're uh-huh. saying this and just shedding off those layers and those just those different the, the shell and everything that's around us, it's keeping us from having a fear of failure, having a fear of success, having all of those fears and just letting it go and actually finding our, our authentic voice and saying, I'm free here. And those who love me will be my people. And those who don't, won't, they'll follow someone else, but those aren't my people. And so I think that's great that you've come to this point that people can now say, I can do that. There is an option for me to actually be me and be accepted for being me. Yes, yes, yes. And it's a process. It took Mm. me the longest time. Mm. I was learning from everybody else and translating, right? And and it took me a very long time. And you have to have patience with yourself. Mm -hmm. When you're evolving into yourself, it's, and that's why I changed how I run my programs, how I teach, because I think the business strategies, the business strategy is like 20% of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'll tell you, I'm a brilliant business coach because of all the stuff that I've learned and I can teach and I teach the serve method and all that. And it's mostly the business strategy, but it's 20%, 80% is doing the inner letting go work so that you can make everything that you're doing authentic and you're really, and you're really doing the consciousness work. And it's also because people talk about, okay, everybody wants to make money in their business. Everyone's like six, seven, eight figures, whatever. But what they also don't understand 
law of attraction, they're so obsessed with it. I want to manifest this, that, or the other. But what they don't understand is that this stuff, these ego structures and the ways of being that you're so attached to, right? Mm-hmm. You're so attached to it and you're so blended with it. You haven't befriended it because you think it's mm-hmm. that frequency is actually keeping you from making the strategies actually effective, if that makes sense. Yes. It's preventing those strategies. You could have retreats. I can tell you, okay, do retreats. And you could be doing that all day long. But if the frequency of I'm going to prove to myself at this retreat, whether I'm worthy or not, whether people watch, whether people agree or whatever, if you are not conscious of that, you're not going to get any results. That makes sense. Yes, yes. Yes, and no, so you see so many business coaches teaching that the business strategies and people people lose sight of what is the motivation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. behind what I'm doing. And once you start looking at a mirror and, and fishing this stuff out, what is really running me? What is really motivating me? What am I telling myself? And when you lose sight of that, it's you're not going to progress. And it's also basically for your own good, because if you want to be a seven, eight figure entrepreneur and your mindset as a, is at a level of six-figure entrepreneur. If somebody gave you 200 high-ticket clients or whatever, you would not be able to handle it. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. You would throw a bunch of, you know, loop of anxiety and uh, codependence with clients and it just not be handleable. So this is all, everything, basically. If you want to bring it to one thing here, everything is happening exactly. Right. All the failures that we have had are all happening for us. Everything. Every single thing is happening for us where we go wrong is that we don't pay attention and we don't get the lessons and we say, oh, it's out there. Oh, it's the economy. Oh, it's the coronavirus. Oh, it's the vaccine conversation. It's out there and we miss its message and what it's showing us about us. Yes. So you take on that everything is happening perfectly for us. Then you have a win and you have a pathway to however many figures you want in your business. Yes. Okay. So say you are your authentic self and you are living and breathing it, but other people need to find you. They need to know where you are. How did you go about marketing yourself to, to gain this amount of scenery or get to bring people into your retreat? We teach that all day long and it's really like many different tactics. We teach about 14 of them Mm -hmm. and quite frankly, the lead generation and moving people into your retreat is the biggest, most confronting thing for any entrepreneur. It's called mm-hmm. prospecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And most people are stuck there. Most entrepreneurs have a problem of, I don't know where to find my clients. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, they are going about it the wrong way. They think that they know, but they really don't. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I give them all the tools and I tell them, okay, here's how you find people through paid advertising and organic advertising and go find people, connect with them on social media. Here's how you do it or go Mm -hmm. guest speaking on podcasts or or whatever, or have your own podcast and myriad different things. Yes. But in the end, what it's going to come to is it's a tool, lead generation, prospecting Mm -hmm. is a Mm -hmm. tool for transformation. That's all it is. works so long as there's lessons you need to learn something about yourself from the failed attempts at prospecting Mm -hmm. it's still doing work on you right Mm -hmm. so I tell people go live on Facebook on your personal profile and share about you for example share about what you're doing in your business very confronting for new entrepreneurs they're hiding okay then they master that they're like okay I'm free with sharing what I'm doing and whatever and I let go of this that or the other 
And then I'm like, okay, go connect people with over here. Reach out to your dream 100 list. And I'm like, well, I can't do that. Why not? Because there's like, what are people going to think of me that I'm a fraud? What is she doing now? Blah, 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 blah. So they have to move through that. Okay, and then they master that. Then it's okay. Now the next level, I go run some Facebook ads. It's, whoa, you're asking me to invest so much money without even knowing it, but if it's ever going to work and it's confronting people's trust, it's a different mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. Like, and now they're confronting their trust in the divine, actually like managing a little bit of that and partnering with the divine to manage some of it for them. Just some examples of how really prospecting works, but it's really all about growing and the serve method, which is what I teach. It's very simple. There's not much hard work to it, but it's very confronting Mm. because it's designed to grow you very quickly. You're not going to be writing books and producing 24 months of content. None of, because what I want for entrepreneur is fast evolution, very fast. That's why I put them on camera for seven days in front of people and they have to teach and they won't have that much time to prepare. They have to be, learn how to be authentic, right? They're, they're going to be shedding layers. And we have people who have never even been on camera. Now they're teaching in a retreat and they have hundred people watching their retreat. And they're like, oh my God. And day one, they're freaking out all day long. By day four, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm actually comfortable in front of people on camera. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> so the methods that I teach, I absolutely love them because they are uncomfortable. Yes in the most beautiful way that you just cannot be the same person following the methods. You just cannot continue. Even if you try, even if you do no spiritual work, it's very difficult to stay being the same person as long as you follow the step. You're going to be in it. You are going to be uncomfortable. You're going to be talking to people. You're going to be asking for sale, which is of course very confronting, right? Right. Uh, To most of the entrepreneurs out there, especially when they start. So you're going to be constantly in it and you're going to be constantly transformed. As long as you're willing to keep the transformation going and keep freeing yourself up, Mm -hmm. right? And pulling out one stack after another, you're in a great shape. You have given us so much, but of course, as a people, we always want more. And so this is where I go in deeper to ask a thought-provoking question. What advice would you have given yourself five years ago? Oh, golly. I know that sounds simple. I tell anybody, you're perfect the way you are. Mm -hmm. People say, yeah, in theory, but I still hate that I'm a copycat. I still hate that I give up. I still hate that I have so much fear of being disappointed. I still hate that I fail over and over. I still don't like that I get triggered so easily. I still don't like my emotional roller coaster. I still, and they have a whole list of things that are not willing to accept about themselves. And what I truly want for people to get that this is not a dimension for perfect people. Mm. This is not a celestial realm. If you would be perfectly evolved, if you would be enlightened, you would be in a different realm. You would not have a human body. And the world does not need more saints. The world does not need more perfect people. Mm -hmm. The world needs, the world is so perfect as it is. And this is a little bit of a radical view, but I Mm -hmm. think everything that is going on in the world right now All of it is so perfect and the world is doing exactly what it needs to be doing because the purpose of the world is for us to provide the playground for transformation. And even if you yelled at your mother-in-law yesterday and you really are disappointed with yourself or you really, you yelled at your kids or you really just uh, gave up on a Mm -hmm. a launch and then you went through with an expedition on the wall and that failed too. And you're just being so self-critical about it. Guess what? 
that is perfectly where you need to be. It's not maybe what you want to be. That is exactly what you need, where you need to be. And that's how you're serving the world by your imperfection as well. Because the world is full of very imperfect human, but perfect in our imperfections. So start working. If you want to be free faster of this, like start accepting everything you don't like about yourself. And one after another, and oh yeah, that's cute. You know? yeah, yeah, everything has purpose. <laughs> everything has purpose. Yeah, yes. I think we really need to value the purpose. There's so many different things that happens negatively in our lives, and mm-hmm. we see it as oh, this is horrible. But where, where is the purpose? Where can you be grateful in everything? There's something to be grateful for, and appreciate even if it's a lesson. Okay, I burned myself on that hot stove. That means don't do that again. That's a lesson. So let's be grateful that we learned that. Yes. So I think that the way that you explain things in your transformation and your journey is such an amazing, refreshing breath of fresh air to so many people who have felt like I've done all of the things and I've been all of the places yet. I'm still not where I want to be. I think that this conversation, this, this beautiful, intimate conversation is something that will help people go to the next level and not feel guilt, not feel like they should have any type of limiting beliefs and they are able to let those things go and realize that failures are nothing but painful lessons. And I think that's, I think that's beautiful. Now, this is so important for us. So Eva, you have given us so much and you have done it, my friend. You've done it. I'm interested in knowing what our audience is thinking. If you're listening in real time, go to the IG stories at the Total Fit Boss Chick, and we're going to have this poll question posted. Are you limiting your own success? If you aren't listening in real time, no worries. Check the IG highlights for the responses to the poll questions, and you can still weigh in to see the results. I know that so many people will want to reach out to you to find out more information and follow your journey and some of the the transformations that you're making even within your business. So let everybody know where you can be found. Thank you so much for asking. So two things. One is my podcast. It's called Flip the Script and Rise by Eva Polakova. And so you can find it on iTunes. And the second thing, but if you go to evapolakova.com forward slash retreat, then that's going to have uh, whatever I have going on next for entrepreneurs. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And guys, Eva's just given us so much. And I, I want you to walk away from this show enlightened and think about it. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash Total Fit Boss Chick. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. Bye for now.